Welcome to On The Real. I'm Tara Kirby, alignment business coach, educator, creator of The Dream Method, and founder of Dreammaker Society and The Dream Coach Academy. I'm a wife, generator, mom, cancer sign, soda-loving, recovering people pleaser, and I am your ultimate hype girl. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready as we get real and pull back the business curtain to share tools, experiences, and the nitty-gritty, not-so-pretty of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? Welcome back to On The Real. I'm Tara Kirby, your host, and I am so excited to have a new guest on the podcast. I've been doing some reoccurring guests on the reboot, and I wanted to bring some fresh faces and some fresh voices to the podcast, and I'm so excited to have my friend Mandy Emerson on today. I say friend like we hang out, but we're Instagram friends. It's true though. Just call it what it is. We're friends. We love Instagram friends and the connections that we're able to make on social media. Mandy, will you introduce yourself to the On The Real friends and let us know who you are, where you are and what you do? Yes. Hi, real friends. So glad to be here. Tara, thank you so much for having me. So like she said, my name is Mandy Emerson. I am a social media strategist, primarily working with other female entrepreneurs to help them create a content strategy that fits their business because strategy is not cookie cutter and it's not good to have the exact same thing for everybody or else hardly any of us would have businesses. So, um, I've been doing that, um, since 2020, actually I'm a pandemic business or I'm a result of the pandemic, my businesses, and it's been amazing ever since. Um, super excited for our chat today. Cause I was sharing with Tara that kind of going through a really exciting, I wouldn't even slash, I wouldn't even say slash nerve wracking. Cause it's right now I'm not, or maybe that's just where I'm at in my, my pregnancy journey is <laughs> just I today. Like, just yeah. Cool as a cucumber. Mm. I feel so focused. I feel so clear. And I feel like a lot of women in their second trimester, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I was on fire in my second trimester and I totally feel that. So, um, fun little pivot going on with my um, personal profile, the Mandy Emerson, and then also my business, the Fear Social Society of showing more so the the real behind the scenes of being a full-time business owner, and then mm-hmm. also building a family at the same time. So this should be a really fun conversation because yeah. I've become a little bit more sassy in my pregnancy. Mm, we <laughs> so love to who see knows <laughs> what's going to come out of my mouth today. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It's so cool because I feel like pregnancy is such a really awesome time where we're, you're literally creating life. Yeah. And so all of that creativity gets to pour out of you totally to every single thing that you're doing. I know I found that with each and every one of my pregnancies with all three of my babies, especially with my last baby, um, my sweet baby, Blake, who is two now, um, that beautiful incubation period, I was like on fire. Yes. It came out of me, especially like second trimester, that like beautiful space where you're not feeling like you're going to fall asleep eating a meal and you can actually like formulate a full sentence. It's like this, this time is so beautiful. And I'm excited to see like 
what this creation period is for you and your business, because this is your first baby. This is my first baby. Yes. So it's stepping into a whole new role Mm -hmm. as a business owner and as a human Mm -hmm. growing this beautiful piece of your family. Yeah. I would love to just like dial in like Mm pre-pregnancy where you were at. Like, is this something that you were working towards where you like decided, okay, we're going to grow our family. Yeah. Like tell us a little bit more about your personal journey getting to this place. And then I want to talk a little bit more about like, we're here now and what this means for the business. Yeah, totally. So, uh, being a mom was always in my plan, (laughs) whether it was in God's plan is a whole different thing. So I'm really happy that he said yes. Uh (laughs) Um, and you know, I've just always been a really strong believer in like perfect timing and, things happening in a certain way. Like I truly believe everything happens for a reason. So with that being said about a, about a year ago, I would say, um, I would say around April, May ish of, oh my gosh, my years are, we were just talking about this. My years (laughs) are so messed up. I'm so confused on which is which. Um, so found that I was, I know 2022. Yes. Okay. I found, I found out I was pregnant in October 22, but we mm-hmm. really set like opened that door to building our family, to having kids in April, May of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, we had been, we had always said that we wanted to just be married for at least a year and a half or two years. Um, and it ended up working exactly like that two years, mm-hmm. but we opened that door just before summer. And then it, it really, it didn't happen until October or September, October, that time frame. Um, but even the whole time during that, I was still, I was still in the second year of my business. And I truly feel like these are just my foundational years where I'm really just laying strong groundwork. And I've kind of accepted that, like, I'm going to make mistakes or I'm going to put money in the wrong place. or I'm going to spend too much money or, um, I'm going to get bad advice. I'm going to get great advice. So I'm just taking things as they come right now. And I'm Mm. feeling much more solid now going into 2023. Um, So that was always a part of the plan of having babies. Um, I'm not surprised that we got pregnant when we did, because when baby decides to grace us with their presence in summer, we don't, we don't know what we're having yet. So Mm. we are going to find out because I'm one of those really extra bougie, (laughs) basic people that loves a good, um, gender reveal. Love it. <laughs> so I do. I think they're so fun. Like might as well just make a party out of it. If we can make a party out of everything, let's Truly. just do it. Let's just go yeah. for it. Um, so I will actually, we'll be finding out the beginning of February. So what, when we're recording this end of January, but we'll, we'll figure out here soon, but when baby decides to come into the world, preferably end of June is what I'm hoping <laughs> for. <laughs> Right, baby has a mind of its own. That is truly my slowest season in business. Mm. So mm. when we when we found out that we were pregnant, it was like, holy crap, this is like the most perfect timing. If God picked it Himself, right? Yeah. yeah. My husband's um, transitioning into a new position at work, which allows him a little bit more time flexibility. He won't be as busy. Mm. He gets an amazing paternity leave. So he gets to be home with me. So great. Seriously, even, even the year that we were trying and I, I was a little bit, um, 
I would say that I was frustrated, but I also still had this overwhelming piece. Like it's going to happen when it's supposed to God's timing. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen when it's supposed to. And I just, I really, truly believe that, but it still was like, what am I missing? Mm. <laughs> I should be able to figure this out as a woman. Mm. And I just, I kind of felt a little bit dumb. Mm. Um, I'm 30 something years old and why isn't this working? Okay. turns out actually conceiving is a little bit trickier than everyone's like, just don't use contraception. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's actually yeah. not as true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a 30%. I don't know if you knew this, but it's like a 30% success rate every time, even when you get the timing, everything perfect. And I didn't know that until we were, I was researching more. And then anyways, I just felt like a lot of people around me were getting pregnant and I was like, starting to get a little bit anxious. Mm. But then of course, when it happened, when it happened, it was perfect. Yeah. Everything about it was perfect. The timing is really just on point. Um, And I'm just really excited. I'm excited for this new season. I'm excited to see what, how all that plays out and what that looks like as a business owner. Yeah, I'm also a, maybe an optimist when it comes to having the life that you want, being able to be a great mom. I think you're a really great representation of that. You have a really successful business and you have a family and just, I think you can have mm. this beautiful life that you created and you yeah. can, you can love all of it. It doesn't have to be my career is really great, but my family sucks. It, it doesn't mm. have to be like that. Yes. Yeah. Prioritize the right thing. So I'm, I'm really excited to step into that, that new season for sure. I'm excited for you. I think it's really funny how God, and I identify God as universe and source. And just that divine force is able to be like, I know you think you want this, Yeah. But I'm going to show you how great it gets to be when you can take a step back and you can just be patient. And I think having Mm -hmm. that mindset of like, I know it's going to be in divine timing. I know it's going to be the right time. And then having it actually come to fruition um, in the most perfect time in the most perfect way to support you in being able to have both the business and the baby is so, so beautiful. So ever since finding out you were pregnant and like Mm -hmm. kind of knowing that this was the plan, what has changed in your business? Yeah. So two, I would say two things I've become so laser focused. Mm. I have a deadline Mm -hmm. roughly, right? Like I say, (laughs) end of June, but I got a deadline and I'm, I'm actually even pushing it to things need to be planned and in place June 1st. So mm-hmm. that whenever baby decides to come into the world, we're, we're ready for it business-wise. Yeah. Um, one of my, <laughs> this might, this might ruffle some feathers. One of the, the biggest pet peeves, things that I hear that other women are saying to me, and I know that it's true. It's just that it's so unhelpful <laughs> is, oh, you just wait until baby gets here. Everything changes. Mm. And I want to be like, duh. <laughs> Of course yeah. it's going to change. Yeah. Like I'm now responsible for another human life Yeah, and my business and yeah. marriage and, and like, of mm-hmm. course it's going to change. I don't, I don't know that that kind of statement is necessary. It's true. Yeah. But is it actually helpful? Mm. <laughs> so when I was mm. asking for um, input on, you know, m- moms that have a business that also have kids, how did you prepare And nearly all of them just said, give yourself grace. I'm like, thank you. But do you have, (laughs) yeah. Do we have some like tangible, do we have some like like, strategy here? Like, yes. Uh Do we have any, 
strategies. And, and yeah. I'm not trying at all to dismiss the give yourself grace. Cause I think there, there are a lot of women, whether you are a mother or not, I think mm-hmm. women just put unrealistic expectations on themselves all of the time. So yeah. by no means am I dismissing that give yourself grace. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm ready to give myself grace. I'm also wanting to prepare myself as best I can. And if changes happen, be Mm -hmm. flexible, I'm ready for it. So that's number one is I've become super laser focused. And, uh, number two, which I think I'm the most excited about is for the last, I would say year and a half, I've been kind of, uh, nailing my messaging as far as who's I'm, who I'm talking to and my signature, offer. I do have, um, my membership, which serves other entrepreneurs and business owners and how to use social media in a way that's effective, but also profitable for their businesses. But Mm -hmm. the number one frustration that I hear from business owners is what content should I be creating for my business? Cause again, Mm -hmm. it goes back to, it's not a one size fits all. It's very dependent on your type of business, Mm -hmm. brick and mortar, online service, product, whatever. And then also your goals for your business. And that is really something that I can only do Mm one-on-one. So last fall, after I had figured out I was pregnant, um, I had a call with my business mentor, my coach. And I said, first and foremost, I think I have an idea. And second of all, how do I prepare? And she gave Mm -hmm. me some great tangible. She was like, boom, 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 all these mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Never once did she say, give yourself grace and also prepare for baby to just flip your world upside down. She gave me some tangible things, which I was thankful for, but was also essentially the birth of what I believe to be my signature program mm-hmm. of how I can best serve these business owners and in a bigger capacity. So it's a group coaching program primarily for those looking for exactly that. Like, how do I create content that's for what -hmm. content should I create that's for my business? So those two things of just getting really laser focused and then on the tasks at hand and preparing for that deadline of summer. And then the second is this signature offer that I've never been more excited for. And my crazy self is trying to launch it like right this second mm-hmm. <laughs> and not and not wait because th- that's just how I roll. I'm like, oh, great idea. Let's go with it. Let's just yep. like launch it right this second. Yeah. Um, but I will launch it this um this spring and then I'll launch it after baby. Hopefully I will launch it. That's my that's my plan. My plan and that's a little bit with, with a sprinkle of grace. With a sprinkle of grace and flexibility and change uh-huh. if it needs to happen in yeah. in the fall. So yeah. That's so exciting. I love that. I, it's funny having this conversation, like takes me back to when I was pregnant with my last, um, which feels like so long ago, but also not at all. Um, (laughs) it was actually around the time that I had honed in on my signature offer and had created what is now the dream method because what happened, and I, I had already had two babies at that point. Um, and with those two pregnancies, there was no maternity leave for me where I was in my entrepreneurial journey with my daughter. I quit my full-time salary job four weeks before I had her when they took the option of working from home part-time off the table. And I was like, great, I'm going to throw myself into entrepreneurship and figure it out on my own. And went working behind the chair, taking clients 10 days postpartum. That's wild. With my son, I was working with um, an education company and I was in a meeting in office seven days after I had him. 
That is so crazy. There was no maternity leave. So I'm sitting in this office, quite literally bleeding in that postpartum recovery. And so when I was stepping in to having my third baby, I'm like, I will not do this again. And so the very first thought that comes through is how can I prepare myself for maternity leave? How can I duplicate myself to where, because it is something you and each and every baby is different. You could be so prepared and a seasoned mother. And then this other baby comes in and is completely different than all of your others. And Mm -hmm. it's finding that space of how do I build my business and give myself and my baby, the space and the time we need to connect, to bond, to figure out how to even do this while allowing our bodies to actually heal as well. Right. Because I think oftentimes, especially like if you're coming from a corporate standpoint, it's here's six weeks or four weeks of maternity leave Mm. and you go in for your postpartum and really postpartum can be up to two and three years after you have a baby where your body, Mm. depending on where you're at is still Mm -hmm. trying to acclimate to finding how it's going to be in this season. And so you bringing up your signature offer and that you're focused on that as you're stepping in to this new season, I'm like, yes, because understanding how you can serve your people and your community to continue to build your business while also stepping in and giving yourself the grace, but having that structure of your business to support you is so incredibly important. And I think oftentimes we do lean into, well, just figure it out after your baby comes for me, I'm like stress level just went so high right? You say that it's like, do what you need to do in your business. And then after your baby comes, then you can start doing what you feel inspired to do. And I think there is this level of like, for me, it was, I was afraid that I was going to lose momentum. Yes. That's exactly where my brain just went. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. If I just stay where I am and don't allow myself to grow in this space, look at all of this time that I could have like served other women who need to be served doing me in different ways mm-hmm. while also being able to serve my life and my family. And so if you are listening to this, if you're in a place where you're like, maybe you are thinking about getting pregnant, maybe you are pivoting in your business. Maybe you already are pregnant. You're like, what am I supposed to do in this like beautiful gestation period? Mm-hmm. Figure out a way that you can duplicate yourself in your business. Yeah. And create scalable offers that can support you in being able to take that time and space. But if you have the time, launch that baby before baby gets here. Yeah. And launch that first baby before actual baby. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I think it's really awesome that you are in that space and like, cheers to your business coach. Like that is a good business coach for being (laughs) able to give you that, that tangible um, plan, because how much more supported are you? in this space and being able to even like connect intuitively to your body that is creating, this is the perfect Mm -hmm. time for you to allow yourself to create as well. Right. Thousand percent. Oh, and the, the other thing that kind of just came to mind as we're talking about how much, again, going back to the advice that I was asking, like, how did you navigate this? Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like there's maybe enough people that talk about that season of Mm -hmm. being a business owner and maybe being at the beginning very much like I am. I am so thankful that I have team members in place now. Mm -hmm. And again, all the timing is just so divine. It's so perfect. 
But my executive assistant is like, okay, what do we need to do? We're ready to go. Give me Mm -hmm. all the things. We'll be ready. I'll take over in summertime. Like God bless you. Mm -hmm. And then I have contractors that are taking the video editing and taking the podcast editing and that are creating carousels and and multiplying content from one piece. Like they're already doing that for me. And that's, those are things just like you're saying, duplicating yourself. It's getting those systems, like getting those people Mm -hmm. in place that can take over for you. I just, maybe it's my lack of searching, but I just felt like there's, I feel like there's not enough people talking about this, of the actual tangible, again, give yourself grace. Yes. Prepare for changes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Be flexible. Absolutely. And I know that might be difficult for um, certain personality types that change is just like abhorrent and you want to run away from it. I totally understand that. Mm -hmm. But having a resource, it almost makes me like as the business owner, I'm like, okay, do I create that and sell that too? (laughs) Right? Like "Hmm, new offer. (laughs) Let me think about this. No. So I've been, um, I say documenting, but anytime that I'm like struck with that kind of inspiration of things that I'm currently going through, I've been recording what mm. I'm going to do with any of that. I have no idea. Maybe it becomes a private podcast. Maybe it becomes like a resource in the future, but it just, inspired. it just be kind of, kind of made me feel unhinged a little bit. Like somebody needs to talk about this. Why aren't mm-hmm. we, why aren't we talking about, and, and I love that women are getting more verbal about the, the common things that happen, especially postpartum or even trying to conceive or complications or anything like that. I love how vocal women are getting, cause it's making us feel like, Oh, this isn't just me. This isn't, this isn't just a me problem. Yeah. Um, but even for that, that woman too, that is in love with being an entrepreneur. Cause I love what I do, which is such a blessing to mm-hmm. be able to say that I love what I do and I get paid for it. But then also to have a dream of being a mother and having both of them. I want people to talk about that more. If that needs to be me. Yeah. Sign me up. Let's go. Tara can yeah. be one of my, my first guests to talk about it too. Happy to be there because <laughs> yes. somehow I have raised three mostly normal children yes. and have been able to build a business. And I think there's something to where I love how you bring up, like some people might be completely like taken aback by mm. the idea of like your life will change. Mm-hmm we get to choose how we react. Yes. And amen. Thank you so much for saying that. It's almost like if I were to say that it, it almost feels like someone would say, you're so naive, like Mm -hmm. the whole, like, just wait. It just, it's so belittling to me. Yeah. Almost like "Mm, just wait. And, and even before we were thinking of not even thinking, we've always wanted kids. That was always in in the cards for us. Um, I, I cannot stand when people say, oh, well, wait until this happens. Wait until mm. you buy a house. Wait mm. until you buy a car. Wait until you have kids. Yeah. However, somebody's feeling right then and there. And then you come in with a wait until mm. it's, it's just so demeaning. It's saying yeah. that their stress right now is not applicable or it's not valid. And it totally yeah. is. I'm sorry. I, to- I totally cut you off, but I was like, no, please. Yes, I'm like, on get, this topic. Let's get go. on your soapbox because I think it's too. And it's like, I know that I have been guilty of this in different times of my life, in my business and in motherhood where I made a choice and a like a consequence, right? A consequence. Mm -hmm. I teach my children consequences are not good or bad. It's Mm -hmm. just the result of something. Yes. And looking at the consequence of my actions and how I am going to take that, I can either step into the role of victim and be Mm -hmm. like, 
this happened to me, or you can look at it and say, I made this choice and this is what I'm going to do with the choice I made. And any choice you make is going to create a change in your life. And you get to determine kind of what that change and the direction that change is going to go. And I think oftentimes we, when women decide they want to start a business, whether they have Mm -hmm. babies or they don't have babies, we could say the same thing about starting a business as having, maybe it's like, oh, just wait until you like start showing up on social media. And Mm. like, it's so disempowering. Yes. Yes. I think being, and I think a lot of too, it's reflecting what they've experienced on other people because yeah, yeah, things are going to change. And it's like, yeah, I'm so excited to find out what this change gets to be for me. Right. And embrace, you can choose to embrace it. And I mean, I know that's not everybody's choice to embrace it because it can Mm -hmm. also be terrifying at the same time because now I'm in charge of a human life. And also like what I eat, like what did what I eat just now completely (laughs) harm my baby? Like, let me tell you, there's, so many, there's a couple of times I'm like, mm, should I have Googled that ingredient? Mm. Mm-hmm. The amount of Googling that I did in my pregnancy. Oh my So gosh. wild. It is so funny though. Like with each and every baby, I had more and more sushi. Isn't that, I, I'm not even kidding. I just had sushi the other day. It I, is a cooked one. It was cooked, but my, somebody told me, well, not even somebody, your, um, your doctor will tell you, do mm. not have sushi. And it's really just the raw fish behind it. Like you shouldn't yeah. be having raw fish. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I had smoked salmon and I don't know that that's like completely cooked through. Oh, but it was so divine, but it still made me wonder, like, did I just screw up my child? I highly doubt it. Baby's going to be okay. And Baby's this is something fine. that I always have to remind myself is that like people have been doing this for thousands of years. Mm-hmm right? This is actually something we naturally were created to do. Mm -hmm. We can only do so much to prepare. We can only do so much. Like even when baby comes into the world, it's like, well, hope I don't screw this one up. Right. Yeah. And like, even in a lot of the work that I do, I learn and lean into the subconscious mind Mm. and how all of these stories, all of these beliefs, our paradigm is created between zero to seven, my daughter's seven. And I'm like, well, Hope, hope for the best for you, Quincy, the best prayers, prayers to you. Right. (laughs) But like, that's where, when we're stepping into these new roles in business, in motherhood, there's so much unknown. Mm -hmm. And I think we get to choose how we react to the unknown and how we get to react to those shifts and change. And also there is a space where we can prepare and do our best to prepare Mm -hmm. for the unknown and seeing and knowing where you're stepping into this. And I love that you're documenting it for others who need to be served in this way. And that will evolve however it evolves. Right. Right. But having these conversations, I think is really important. Um, one of my colleagues, Dawn, you guys, if you've listened to the podcast, if you're in my world at all, you know, Dawn, um, Dawn, And I had a really, really awesome conversation about this where she created like a whole series on how to prepare for maternity leave from a financial standpoint, because I think oftentimes we think, okay, I'm going to set up all of my offers. I'm going to launch this product. But Mm -hmm. if you want to support yourself in having a maternity leave, 
okay, how are you financially supporting yourself and being able to do that as well? Mm-hmm. And uh, not just, okay, what's going to happen after baby, but what's going to happen before during this postpartum stage. And do mm-hmm. I want to maybe extend my maternity leave, mm-hmm. like allowing yourself to have that flexibility as well. Right. I, with my last baby, I decided I wanted to have a four week maternity leave because, you know, I had 10 and seven days and I'm like, we're going all in in a month after two weeks, I was itching. I was back itching to get back, to create more, to be engulfed yeah. while also being able to like soak in all the beauty of this mm-hmm. life. And yeah. really when I came back from my maternity leave, the one thing that I realized that I needed was flexibility mm. to where if baby's having a bad day, or if I'm having a really highly emotional day to not have to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah if I couldn't mentally, emotionally, and physically be somewhere. And I think that was like the number one piece of grace that I had to give to myself that it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, my maternity leaves over. And then I fill my client book with all of my one-on-one clients and everyone's having a meltdown all in the same day. (laughs) Everyone, the two-year-old, the baby, mom, the the nanny, whatever it is. Right. (laughs) And, and being able to also allow myself to like, learn that it's okay to communicate with my clients, to communicate with my community and say, Hey, if you're willing to extend me this grace as well, Mm. and being able to like reschedule live calls or whatever that looks like, I think having these conversations is really important to empower those who maybe are afraid to reschedule a call or reschedule a whole day. Yeah. Because their family needs them. And I know that was a story that I had to rewrite for myself, that it's Mm. like, I was unprofessional or I was a bad business owner, or what Mm. are people going to think of me if I need to reschedule a call because Mm -hmm. I had to be available for my clients and available for my family. And it gets to a point where that's where the grace I think needs to be extended more. Yeah. It's it's okay. If I need to like take another week and right. rearrange or reschedule. And right. I didn't have that modeled to me. Mm, yeah. There's, there's so, so much goodness you just said, but the thing that I could probably talk about for hours and hours is just the beauty of being able to write that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. It is not a predetermined you will react like this, or this will be the case. You get to choose. Mm -hmm. It is a a mind over matter. Your mind is just so powerful. And the stories that we tell it, if we decide to tell ourselves the story that whatever that may be, Mm -hmm. then, then that could very well be your story with, of course, going back to that grace portion of having the wiggle room for flexibility. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're so lucky in that, in that space that we get to have that, but that's such good advice of flexibility of, of making room for that planning for, which sounds kind of um, counterintuitive, but planning mm-hmm. for flexibility yeah. of when you can potentially realistically come back. And that's actually what my business coach said too decide your maternity leave. I know that's hard to do your first time around because you're not necessarily sure what you're going to need, but it could be four weeks. It could be six weeks. It could be 12 weeks, Mm -hmm. but plan for maybe a set amount. And if you Mm -hmm. come back earlier, great. If you don't come back until that time. Okay. And if you need more, okay. 
Yeah. You'll figure it out. The world is not going to come crashing down. The sky is not going to fall on top of your head. Although it feels as stressful. Absolutely. That's like the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. I think oftentimes as female entrepreneurs, we forget that we're entrepreneurs. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, I I don't feel like I've forgotten. I almost feel, I almost feel like, should I be, (laughs) I have to laugh at my, I really am laughing at myself a lot of times because some, there are days where I feel like I forget I'm pregnant. Mm. Oh, (laughs) I see you. I will, I will like completely, I'll forget. Oh yeah. I have, I'm making a human. They're making like lungs right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and I, I'm just so entrepreneurial focused that it'll be so interesting to see that shift of like, Hey girl, you got a baby too. Also, yeah. I know you got your business baby, but you have yeah. like an actual live baby yeah. in the other room. Well, and I think, to I think each and every person's pregnancy is different because mm-hmm. I've had conversations with people and they're like, I never want to be pregnant ever again. Mm-hmm. It was the worst experience. I was sick the whole time. Oh. And it's like, I see I see you in that. And I had a lot of guilt around pregnancy for a while because like, I see you thriving. (laughs) I would be, I'm like, you need me to be a surrogate, put that baby in me. Like I love, I love who I am when I'm pregnant. My husband will tell you too. He's like, she is cool as a cucumber. Like I am usually very moody, like up and down hormones. When I'm pregnant, I am like, calm water. Isn't that so wild? Mm-hmm. Cause I, I just feel awesome yeah. while my belly's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. I had a great first trimester too. The only thing that I really had was food aversions. I didn't want meat. Mm. That was about it. Yeah. Um, there were days where I felt, um, hung without the hangover, like not yeah. nauseous, just yeah. like unsettled, mm. but otherwise this pregnancy has been a breeze. And if I'm, if I'm creating signature offers and documenting something that could be, or may not be who, who knows, but we're going to, we're going to go along. It's very therapeutic for me also yeah. to just get stuff out there. But if preg- of all of, I pray, honestly, I want to just say that out loud. I pray that all of my pregnancies are like this because I will just be like, churning them out. Let's go mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. minis, mini Emerson's <laughs> let's go. Come on, march on out. Just no, walk out, walk I, out at this point. I see you with that. It's really interesting too, because So one of my clients, she had, uh, it's called HG something. It's where you're literally sick every single day of your pregnancy, like vomiting every single day. And she knew that she wanted to have another baby, McKenna Ryan. She's actually going to be on the podcast a little bit later. Um, But she knew she wanted, she knew she she was called to have another baby. And so she's Mm. like, okay, we're going to take this leap. She's like, She set her business up because she is a graphic designer. She was a graphic designer at the time, like actually doing one-to-one work. And she's like, I know that if I'm stepping into this, what it could be for me, because typically if you have it for one pregnancy, you have it for all pregnancies. And with that, I'm like, that's the case. I really do. I pray that that's the case. That's how it was for me. All of my pregnancies were very, very similar. And you have all boys, you have boys. I have my oldest is a girl. My middle is a boy and my youngest is a girl. Okay. So your pregnancies were the same, even though different genders, cause they will be the old mm-hmm. wives tales. And I don't necessarily, it's my mother's, I say mother, it's like my mother-in-law and my mom will be like, Oh, you know, if you're having heartburn, that baby has a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. Well, actually it turns out the baby's like covered in hair until like the third trimester, which is so wild. Like I have a little hairy 
thing. Oh yeah. They, my babies came out, my sweet Quinny came out with like hairs on her ears, like brown little baby hairs. So yeah, that's a thing. But the only difference between my girls and my son was migraines. I had never had a migraine in my entire life. And I had multiple migraines when I was pregnant with my son. So that was really the only shift. Mm -hmm. Everything else was like very similar, but with HG, if you have it, typically you're predisposed to it. And she was like, okay, I know that this could be my future. She's like, and also I want to use the power of my mind to see Mm -hmm. if I can change this. And she got herself into a mental state where she was like, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be whole. And for her, she ended up having twins. The Lord was like, I'm only going to put you through this this one more time, but I'm going to make it worth it. I'm going to give you two this time. And no HG symptoms. Oh, praise be. That's amazing. Truly a beautiful pregnancy. And so that's why when we talk about pregnancy, when we talk about entrepreneurship, literally every single journey is different Mm. because there's always so many different variables in business and in motherhood, which makes sense to me why everyone's like, give yourself grace. You're like, and also, can I have some tangible strategy? Please. Because- (laughs) I live by the reality of structured flexibility because I love that when you're building a business, there needs to be structures in place. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your foundation set, of course it's going to crumble, right. especially if you are a solopreneur, if mm-hmm. it is you, you don't have support behind the scenes. You don't have social media management. You don't have people helping you with your content, right? There is going to be that space of where everything falls on you, which is where, Mm -hmm. if you're stepping into this, no matter how your pregnancy like shakes out or stepping into um, motherhood, having that support to duplicate, like being able to duplicate yourself in your business would be the very first thing that I would encourage anyone to do. And you get to decide what that duplication looks like, right? For me, it was, okay, I'm going to create group offers where Mm. I actually certified women in my program to be able to facilitate those group programs. Yeah. So it wasn't always me. I would always have a space and I was, I had online education where they could learn from me, but it couldn't be me facilitating, especially stepping into being a mother of three. I was Mm -hmm. like my bandwidth and my capacity. I understood my capacity up until that point. And so understanding your own capacity, whether you've been through it before or kind of just checking in and intuitively knowing, okay, what's going to be best for me and -hmm. duplicating yourself in your business. I love that your duplication looks like having players on your team. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. It makes all the difference. Give you the stuff that I don't want to do, but it's also that's so time consuming Mm -hmm. because going back to what you said about your bandwidth, there's, there are things that other people can do. I hate to say it better than you. Like, mm-hmm. even though you think you might be such a great video editor and video editing mm-hmm. is actually one of those things that I actually really enjoy doing. Cause I know my humor, I know my little quirks, but passing it off to somebody else was probably the best thing I could have ever d- have done for time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having, having people on your team and they're all independent contractors, but I, I consider every single one of them an FSS team member, mm-hmm. they're making this business work while I get to focus on the things that only I can do, right? Like I, we yeah. are the thought leaders mm-hmm. in our business. There's, this is why we created what we did. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is important to like protect that, that bandwidth that you're talking about. 
I just love, love the conversation of choosing and the power of your mind. It really, truly is mm-hmm. so powerful. And I, I know that's something that you, you teach a lot too, is the power of your mind. And that's honestly what drew me to you when I first saw your socials, which we determined in 2021, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? We determined it was 2021. So yep. it's been a hot minute. Yeah. I was like, this girl, she's be, she'd be talking about some high level stuff. And I actually think you were the first person that introduced me to, um, the subconscious or mm. kind of rewriting it, it yep. might've been at that time. And I, yep. and I know that dream method had just come out actually yep. when I, when I found you, mm-hmm. but the, the power of the doing that subconscious work, the stories that we've grown up with and are part of our habits and our actions mm-hmm. is so incredibly fascinating. So I'm just going to be that plug for everybody listening to <laughs> her own show. Thank you. Tara's got it going on y'all. You were in the right place. (laughs) Well, it's, it's funny because I was building a business for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I was an entrepreneur for 10 years without finding what I had defined as success. Mm. And what I realized is (sighs) plot twist. It was all me. Mm. I was the one keeping myself from success. It wasn't the number of social media followers I had. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the amount of impact I was creating online. It was truly the stories that I had created about myself Mm -hmm. or that had been given to me in my infancy of creating my signature programming. That thing that is going to lead and guide every action behavior whether you are conscious or not conscious of it. And so Mm -hmm. once I discovered, oh shit, it's me. (laughs) And Ah, it's me. I'm the problem. (laughs) I am the problem. Thank you, Taylor, for bringing that to all of us. Right. But like (laughs) truly understanding that I had the power within me. And Mm -hmm. if I could change what I believed about myself, yeah, things could change. And I was like, okay, that's a cute concept because I had learned all of these tools. I'm like, that's really cute. I love that journey for someone. And then I started applying it to myself and I was like, oh, this actually works. (laughs) And once I saw the power drinking your own Kool-Aid, right. But like truly once I saw the power of being able to choose Mm -hmm. and how that affected every single thing in my business, I was like, I cannot keep this to myself. Right. Which is why I started teaching it in the dream method. And then Mm -hmm. from there seeing the impact and I was like, more people need this. And I'm not going to be, I knew intrinsically, I was not going to be the voice that would reach everyone who needed. Right. Right. You could have thousands and tens and hundreds and millions of followers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be one person who is going to get through to you in a way that no one else could. And I knew that it wasn't going to be me. And so Mm -hmm. I knew that I had to take these tools and give them to other people and give them the understanding so they could change their own lives and then create that ripple effect. Um, And you were actually a piece of me being able to share that with other people. And so I'm so glad that that stuck out to you to be able to want to share this with others as well. Mandy introduced me to one of our coaches inside of our community, Crystal Thompson, who is like a dream warrior and such a beautiful example of what is possible. She started implementing the tools into her life after certification and changed her own life. And now she has this beautiful community that she's able to influence and 
this is the magic about social media. It totally is, right? Like truly the magic about social media. And I didn't know until this very moment that being the one to introduce you to the power and understanding subconscious mind is what connected you to me. It's just something that I was so passionate about that I would talk about. And when you are standing in your power, sharing the things that you know, and you believe that's when you're going to draw people into your community and whether or not they are the people that invest in you, or Mm -hmm. they're going to connect you to the people who need to be taught by you. That is the power of using your voice on social media for good. And I think so often we're afraid to share those things that we're so passionate about Mm -hmm. because it creates that level of vulnerability. Well, what if people think I'm crazy? Like I'm talking about like your brain. I'm like, this is not glamorous at all. (laughs) This is not this is not fancy talk. I I'm not sharing. I, I went from like sharing clothes and like selling clothes and doing hair behind the chair to talking about the structure of your brain. Like it's not glamorous, but truly it is so powerful to be able right. to share those things that maybe they're not glamorous, or maybe you're like, how are people going to receive or perceive this? Right. And your power comes from you sharing what you're passionate about and Mm -hmm. knowing the work that you do, where you're supporting people and standing in their power and sharing on social media. I'm sure that's a lot of what you are able to help your clients discover for themselves. And it's, it's, it's giving them that, that power almost back, back to them because my work isn't necessarily um, long, like you won't hire me for years and years to come. Like you potentially would for a business coach, right? Like our time together, that's what it's meant to be. And it's, (laughs) some might say like, that's not a very good business structure. No, but it is (laughs) because the people that I want to serve and help, they will then just go tell their friends about it and their friends and their network and that their network. And that's the power again of that social media piece. Yeah. But it's, it's giving that, that information that then gives them power to be able to take their business where they want to go, because there's just so much information out there. And there's, I mean, there's even so there's so many, um, I would even say mindset coaches and mentors, but the thing that I really was drawn to you about was the fact that you were going back to, this is how our brain is structured. And this is how it works. It just helps you to understand. Oh, so I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't make this up. This didn't mm-hmm. come out of left field. The more that you understand, the more powerful you feel. So that's exactly what my purpose and what I feel like I'm called to do. Cause everybody's called to do something yeah. right. But that's what I feel like I'm called to do is I can look at your business, the model it is, and your goals that you have. And some people I was just, um, one of my biggest success stories, I think even today is actually working with a nonprofit, organization with their social media Mm -hmm. and tweaking the things that they were showing on socials has dramatically impacted. She now has a dream team that is obsessed Mm -hmm. with her foundation because we showed on socials what her organization does. And I said, this is how we're going to use socials for you. And it's probably not going to be the biggest driver of your traffic but it's going to get in front of the right people that will then tell all of their networks. Mm. So social media isn't just 
a traffic generator. Yep. Sometimes for your specific business, it might be brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be education on a certain topic and mm-hmm. they never earn a dime from it. And your, your traffic, your revenue traffic specifically comes somewhere else. Yeah. But until somebody says that to you, a lot of times I find that these poor business owners are just spinning their wheels, listening to all the gurus and the experts. And while they might be right in a certain aspect, it's not until you get to work with a strategist specifically, not, not a manager or, you know, somebody who's like, let me show you what these, all these buttons do, right. The operator It's speaking with someone who understands your business model, your goals, where you're trying to go with it, where your traffic is coming from, taking all of those variables and, and putting them into a content strategy. So then now stepping into that, man, does it feel so good? (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you find it. So I'm kind of, I'm kind yeah. of thinking like, so should I get pregnant more often or <laughs> it's just, how can we channel this yeah, how pregnant can... energy? Yeah. How can I bottle this up? Interesting. I, I've, I've got like a tool to for that. I've Ooh, got a tool for that. Interesting. <laughs> nice little mm, seed. Mm-hmm. I love that little seed. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> no, it is. I, I love being able to see the power of creation. Mm-hmm. Like truly. And this is where I talk about divine, right? Like Mm -hmm. truly we are divine beings Mm -hmm. who have been given this beautiful, beautiful ability to create. Now, whether or not you are able to create life and you're able to have children, Mm -hmm. you were put on this earth to create something to do something. Yes. And harnessing that creative energy, whether you are harnessing that through creating life or you are harnessing that creativity in other ways, like it Mm -hmm. is absolutely something that we can recreate that beautiful Mm -hmm. power because it truly is innately in us. Um, and being able to connect to that divinity, connect, connect to that source, that God, that power that is going to lead and guide you through this life. If you're like, but I'm not a creator. I don't know what to create. If you can right. tap back into yourself and connect to that divine source inside of you, whatever mm-hmm. that means feels sounds to you, right? That is going to put you on the path of being able to know what's next for you. And I think it's really cool that your path was, okay, we're going to put a baby in you and this is going to help you on this new path of creativity, right? Right. Because yes, you probably could have gotten to this point in your business of creating Mm. this offer, but Mm -hmm. this part of your journey is leading you down this path. Yeah. And I think the beautiful thing about the idea of a journey is it can change. It can shift. And we're going to bring it all back to you get to choose. Yeah. You get to choose how you use this time. You get to choose how you are going to build in your business and you get to choose how each and everything that comes into your life, how you're going to act, how you're going to feel and the thoughts that you're going to have around mm-hmm. that. And that's the right. power of your mind. And yeah. I think oftentimes, like, we'll bring it back to this idea of like choosing, remember the times that you prayed to God, you prayed to source, you called out to universe and you were like, I want this thing. Mm-hmm. Many, many times it doesn't come to us in the way that our human minds have decided it's come Mm -hmm. to us. 
Yeah. And like really leaning into trusting the timing and trusting the plan and trusting the journey and also Mm -hmm. trusting yourself and creating Mm -hmm. that belief in yourself that if you are being called to this, Mm -hmm. it is meant for you. Right. Oh, so much. So yeah. And stepping into that power can be scary and it can feel like, is this the right thing? But if you can connect to that creative source inside of you, you mm-hmm. will be exactly where you're meant to be. And you will know that. Right. I heard this. This is such a great tie-in as I heard this during, um, during a sermon, he was actually talking about dreams, like God given mm-hmm. big dreams. And he says, I don't want you to get it confused with, you know, becoming the president or becoming a pop star or becoming, you know, the next Nobel peace prize winner or what it's, it does not have to be in our human minds, this big grandiose thing kind of tying in with the creativity. I think a lot of people will hear that word create or creativity and think artistic, Mm. like writing music or Mm -hmm. painting pictures or creating sculptures Mm. when really you're creating kind of going back to that gal, um, that helps you plan for maternity leave on a financial sense. She's creating, that, that resource, that is a creation that is going to benefit somebody else or a nutrition that helps you create a better, uh, plan for your eating or for your working out, whatever that may be is. And then in that, in that sermon, he's like, maybe you, you help people with finances or their nutrition, or maybe you do become the next, uh, best-selling author on, you know, whatever, but there are things that are going to be pointed out to you that you're going to notice. And that was on purpose. Mm -hmm. God wants you to see that because he's basically calling you to do something about it. Now that could be you're, you're seeing people in need and that then you're seeing that for a reason and your Mm -hmm. heart is being pulled at it for a reason to then, you know, go volunteer or donate, you know, what you can give in the way that you want to, whether it's your time or financially, right. Or it might be to fill this void of, People are not talking about this topic of entrepreneurship and then building a family and stepping into motherhood, but also stepping into this new season of entrepreneurship, creating new offers. I, I, I saw that and then I did something about it. Mm. So now recognizing those triggers almost of, does anybody else see this? And the people around you might even think, no, I, mm. what do you, they might even think you're crazy or over the top, or that is, that's too much. Or they might think like, okay, cool. Let me see what you do with that. But you're seeing it clear as day. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. Whether you, again, choosing, Mm -hmm. whether you choose to do something with it is entirely up to you, but my goodness, what if you chose it? And, and that, that infamous quote of like, what if it turns out better than you could have ever imagined? Yeah. And go with it. It usually does. Usually, right? Usually does. And all the chaos. I would would love to say too, like it eventually does. Mm, Yeah. Right. Every perceived failure, every hard moment, every like dark night of the soul, every deep, dark thing that you're like, why did I have to be here? If Mm -hmm. you allow yourself to go through it, there's going to be that beautiful, um, that beautiful light on the other side. Right. Andy, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Will you let everybody know where they can continue to connect with you? 
Yes. Okay. So to make it really simple, you can either connect with me on my personal Instagram, the Mandy Emerson, or if you want to learn more about using social media, harnessing that, or even my new signature program <laughs> as I do it with like a shimmy, uh, that's over on the fierce social society on awesome. Instagram. Amazing. And we will make sure to link both of those in the show notes. So you can connect with Mandy and the fierce social society a little bit deeper. I am so excited for this journey that you are on and to continue to see it unfold. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you everyone for listening. If this was empowering for you, if it was impactful for you at all, please let us know. Feel free to share this episode on your social media and tag us or slide into our DMs and let us know what your um, biggest takeaways were. Thank you so much for being here. We will chat soon and we will see you next time on On The Real. We are so excited for the On The Real reboot that we wanted to celebrate with you. So if you are listening to this podcast episode and you want to enter to win a seat inside the Aligned Society, listen up. The Aligned Society is a monthly membership where you will access my 28-day alignment challenge with all of the tools to move into your own alignment. You will also unlock access to monthly alignment breathwork sessions with myself, along with alignment workshops, group coaching, expert trainings in mindset, finance, energetics, and more. And you will be able to join the community conversation inside of the Aligned Society, where other women who are building aligned soul-led businesses are there creating their own alignment as well. Learn more in the show notes below. And if you want to win a three-month membership to the Aligned Society, all you have to do is share your favorite podcast episode on Instagram, tag I am Tara Kirby and the Dreammaker Society, and we will be giving away one membership every week for a month.